Hello and welcome to the Way of Crypto podcast. I'm your host, Nathan. Today's date is June 2nd, 2022. It is 12.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, just after lunch. Uh, let's have a look at the markets and see what's going on here. Uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, yeah, we're not too shabby today. <clears throat> Actually, I haven't looked at the markets at all today. I was kind of waiting for the... Uh, Waiting to start the show here. I only check the markets now when I do the show because I'm not trading. I'm just kind of holding to see which way it's going to go. Uh, if it goes up, that's fantastic for me. If it goes down, I'm going to buy. Uh, but I'm not watching like a hawk. I'm just kind of following it once every 24 hours, Monday to Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday. I am in the woods uh, hunting right now because it is black bear season here in Ontario. <clears throat> So we have Bitcoin at $30,303, down 1% on the 24, up 2.35% on the seven day. Ethereum is at well below 200 at 1822, down 2.3% on the 24. What do we got for big movers here? Cardano, uh, yeah, Cardano is going back up again, up 4% at almost 60 cents, uh, right now at 58 cents, closing in on 50, and that is up 18% on the 24. Uh, sorry, 18% on the seven day, 4.2% on the 24 hour. Everything else is pretty well down. Solana, damn Solana, like you just, it just, uh, need, it falls apart at the worst times. <laughs> right now it's down to $40, down 5% on the 24 hour, down 11.6% on the seven day. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Solana's network went down yet again yesterday. Uh, they're having a lot of problems, and uh, the timing couldn't be worse, and it's hurting them, and their token value is bleeding, no question. Dogecoin holding in there at $0.08 cents still, Polkadot, nine sixty six, kind of holding around there. Tron is down today, down 3.53%, but pretty well even on the seven-day AVAX. Uh, yeah, so... <clears throat> Just going through here, big uh, big movers are Cardano upwards and Solana downwards, which is interesting because I don't know about you. I consider those actually competitors, uh, Solana and Cardano. I'm not in either at the moment um, just because for me, I moved out of uh, risk on assets, which are all altcoins pretty well other than a few uh, uh, gambling players I have. In, and I moved everything into the most risk-off asset other than a few small positions uh, that I do hold. So not everything. Everything is kind of a strong word. But the majority of my portfolio right now is into Bitcoin, which uh, I feel is, is the only uh, risk-off asset in the world. Other than, you know what, beachfront land, you can include that also. Say uh, zero property tax, beachfront land, that's another uh that's another risk-off asset in today's economy. Yeah, so we're going to get through to the greed and fear. Where do we look at? 13. So yesterday we had 17. We were coming off that pump early in the week, and the greed and fear resets, um, I don't know exactly the time frame. Right now it's seven hours, but it doesn't keep up with uh, market sentiment as well as something like a social media indicator. But anyways, right now we're to 13. <coughs> Sorry, I keep having to clear my throat. I went for a run today, and uh, I think I uprooted some stuff. Don't mean to be too gross here, but um, 
keep having to clear my throat. And uh, back to the greed and fear. Yeah, so 13, extreme fear. Still, we haven't left extreme fear through, uh, I think it's been uh, 30 days or so. It's been about a month or so we've been in, in extreme fear. We haven't broken into normal fear. And I don't see that happening. Uh, I don't see that changing any uh, at all by the weekend, that's for sure. Some interesting news we have uh, to go over today. Gemini and a few other exchanges are downsizing. Uh, Some more on that story we had yesterday about um, computer scientists regarded, I guess you could say, computer scientists writing the the, uh, U.S. government and stating that uh, Bitcoin or cryptocurrency is not decentralized and uh, uh, just kind of warning Pete, warning the government that people that are lobbying for crypto, uh, lobbying them for crypto, positive crypto regulation, they essentially accused us of lying to them. Um, and there's uh, the community is kind of firing back a little bit over that. We'll get into that. Solana, we'll get into the Solana network being down. And if we have time, we'll go into... Uh, a little bit of a power struggle between exchanges here. First, I want to cover the uh, the anti-crypto computer scientists that are warning uh, U.S. lawmakers about crypto lobbyists. So let's get into it here. This is an article from Cointelegraph. The headline is, Community Fires Back, an Anti-Crypto Letter Sent to U.S. Lawmakers. Tech lawyer Preston Bryant blasted the signatories, describing some of them as unapologetic attention seekers. The increase of crypto lobbyists recently sparked an effort from anti-crypto individuals in the tech space to urge regulators through a letter to resist influence of blockchain advocates. In response, the crypto community criticized the move and laid out counterarguments against the contents letter, which is, that's really not too difficult to lay down a really good counter argument uh, because they're coming from a basis of not being educated on crypto. Uh, they kind of sound like um, poor losers. It's kind of what they sound like. It's uh, very odd. It's very odd uh, is the only word I could uh, describe it with. Signed by the letter signed by 26 tech personalities, a letter sent to the United States lawmakers described crypto assets as risky, flawed, and unproven digital financial instruments. It expressed disagreement about the potential of blockchain technology and urged urged the regulators to create hash regulations. You know what? I want to see the the list, see if there's anyone recognizable on there. Philosophy Philosophy professor Bradley Rettler also gave his opinion on the letter. According to Rettler, writing an essay requires support, and the letter failed to support its claims. In a Twitter thread, Rettler presented a detailed critique against the claims made by the tech bros. I want to see. Uh, I want to see the author's names. We're going to. I'm going to pause this podcast. We're going to come back. I'm going to see if I can dig up uh, some uh, some names here. One moment. All right, so for you, uh, there was no delay at all. For me, there was quite a little bit of a delay trying to dig up some uh, names of the uh, tech bros, the people that signed on to the letter given to U.S. Uh, 
the computer scientists that gave the letter to U.S. lawmakers warning them about crypto and lobbyists in Washington. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't dig up any names here. And uh, the closest I got was an article on FT, but but uh, I'm going to follow this, I guess, over the next couple of days. So we don't know who these financial ex- or these not the financial experts, obviously, who these tech experts are. I guess anyone can claim to be a tech expert. There's lots of writers on all kinds of different blogs that have been around for a very, very long time in the tech space. Uh, in a tweet, Vitalik Buterin, the founder of Thu, said the activist and blogger Corey Doctorow began a signatory to the letter is upsetting and confusing. A lot of crypto advocates. Buterin noted that many committee members have looked up to Doctorow's vision and related as fellow travelers. Meanwhile, crypto lobbying efforts on the rise back in February. We went over this. That's a three X pretty well. Back in February, Data showed that crypto lobbying expenditure had an annual increase of 116%. Yeah, annually. So uh, over the course of the last few years, uh, we are 3x for money and purse on the ground lobbying crypto space. And that's only going to go up from here. And I hope it does. I hope we do get just as much lobbying power as a lot of the other uh, industries. There's no reason why crypto can't. We have... Uh, the pers- the, we have the smart people and we have the capital, no question. Okay, we're going to go into the next article. This is a little bit of negative news for Solana stakeholders here. Uh, I like Solana and Solana for me is a buy for the next cycle, I think. As of, if I were to pick today, uh, if I had to pick today and I knew today was the bottom, and I was picking tokens. This is non-financial advice, of course. I'm just telling you what I would, what I'm doing, what I'm planning on doing, or what I would do. Um, but getting ready. So if I knew all coins were at the bottom, if I thought all coins were at the bottom, and I was looking to take positions for the next cycle, Solana would be one I'd be looking at. And uh, it actually does look pretty good for uh, the price it's at right now. I think what we say forty dollars, forty dollars and sixty-five cents. Remember when Solana was a lot more than that. And uh, anyways, here, into the article, reliability, reliably unreliable. And you know what? If your code is not reliable and you're trying to put forth the future of finance, uh, financial network, blockchain, I guess, um, you deserve your price to go down. And I do believe they'll sort this out, but they deserve the... uh, for what they're trying to create and the money backing the project and uh, the potential the project is believed to have, if it keeps going down and it's this unreliable, they deserve that price to drop on those tokens. I'm sorry, Solana holders. Uh, I don't mean you'd mean to, uh, I don't mean that you deserve to lose money, but they deserve, uh, Solana deserves their token value, value to drop if their network is not reliable and, uh, that's a free market, and I don't mean any uh, ill will or want anyone to lose any money, and I don't mean that for Solana holders. But um, if you have a lot of conviction in the project, like I said, like it's a great price to buy some more right now, right? Uh, okay, back to the article here. Solana's price dies after latest network outage. We know that. Solana has suffered in its fifth outage of 2022. The year is only five months old. A bug related to consensus failure was the culprit this time. Yeah, like last week, it was the clock. Something was going on with their uh, the clock on the network. 
The Solana network is not having a good year, have suffered full or partial outages at least seven separate times over the past 12 months. A bug known as the Solana blockchain offline. A bug has knocked the Solana blockchain offline again as block promotion halted at 16.55 UTC on Wednesday. The latest outage lasted around four and a half hours as validators, operators, managers managed to restart the mainnet at around 2100 UTC time. According to the incident report, this is from Solana Status. Uh, if you want to follow them on Twitter, it's at Solana Status. Uh, mainnet beta validator. So please follow the restart instructions linked below and upgrade 1.9.x to 1.9.28. If you are on 1.10.x, please upgrade to 1.10.23. So trying to get uh, trying to get validators to upgrade their software. Validator operations successfully completed a cluster restart of mainnet beta at 900 p.m. UTC following a roughly four and a half hour outage, and the network failed to reach consensus. The network operators on DATS will continue to restore client services over the next several hours. That was the last tweet from Solana Status Twitter account. Uh, moving on here through the article. Solana Labs co-founder Antoli, uh, should I even say it? I think I might skip his name. Explained what happened in the tweet. This is uh, from uh, a co-founder of Solana. Uh, in quotations, durable nonce instruction. Durable nonce instruction caused part of the network to consider the block is invalid. No consensus could be formed. Not sure what you mean, but. Um, I'm not sure what that means. Some of you may know more than uh, me about coding and uh, the lingo, I guess. Durable transaction, nonce. I'm not sure what that means. Oh, you know what? They're going to explain it in the article. That's what I like about going through articles together on the podcast here. Durable transaction, nonce, refers to a mechanism addressing the typical short lifetime of a transaction block hash, according to the official Solana documentation. Durable transaction knots refers to a mechanism addressing the typical short lifetime of a transaction block hash. All right, we'll skip that. <laughs> Get it together, Solana. We should have passes already. I'm a big believer, but I'm even doubting at this point. Uh, these are just uh, the sentiment from social media. Uh, Ran Nooner, which is uh, he runs Crypto Banner. I just know his face from Crypto Banner. Uh, his uh, tweet was breaking uh, colon Solana. Sold prices have taken a massive hit, tanking almost 14% over the past 12 hours or so in a fall from $40 according, according to CoinGecko, which is hovering around there right now. Solana, which is often dubbed as Ethereum killer, has been fully or partially offline at least seven times. Yeah, they're like... Um, Solana is a beta project right now, and by investing in Solana, you're essentially uh, VC. You're essentially acting as a venture capitalist, and it's entirely speculative, and it could pay off uh, instrumentally, and I think it probably will, but Solana is in beta, no question about that. Um, so Gemini, Gemini is actually laid off employees in the crypto space. And if you look through, it's interesting because when you look through job boards and things like that, there's actually a ton, uh, ton of jobs in crypto. Gemini has been around a while though. They're one of the OGs. Maybe that that's why, but uh, the headline of the article, this is from decrypt.co. 
the headline is Gemini, Gemini lays off 10% of staff to prepare for a crypto winter. So they're getting ready for a long, slow bleed here. I think a lot of us are. That's why I'm not. Uh, I move all my positions to Bitcoin. That's why. And then uh, other than some small gambles, like I said before. And um, what I plan on doing is when I think the time is right and uh, the altcoins have bottomed out, I will get positions in those. And like I said before, Solana is probably going to be one of those. Uh, in quotations, the crypto revolution is well underway and its impact will continue to be profound, the brothers wrote on Gemini's blog, but its trajectory has been anything but gradual or predictable. Lighting crypto markets have landed another blow on the industry's workforce. Gemini Trust CEO is laying off 10% of staff in an effort to help the firm weather crypto winter. Billionaire brothers Tyler and Cameron Binkelboss, president and CEO, announced on Thursday. The brothers reaffirmed that they believe the crypto revolution is well underway but said that its current trajectory has forced them to reevaluate the size of the workforce. We have asked team leaders to ensure they are focused only on products that are critical to mission, uh, critical to our mission, and assess whether the teams are the right size for the current turbulent market conditions that are likely to persist for some time. I think um, Gemini is speculating that we're going into a real bear market and we're probably not going to pull out of it until uh, the next having, unless there's something else kicks it off, like some kind of supply shock or uh, uh, American ETF launch, something like that could kick off uh, another, could kick it off another bull market. But I think um, we're going to be in a slow burn now until kind of upwards, downwards, choppy market. I think this is a, around the bottom, that 29,000 to 32,000, and we're just going to kind of bounce there. And I do hope I'm wrong. I hope uh, I would love to be proven wrong enough for us to go up tomorrow. That'd be fantastic. But I think they're getting ready for this as well. However, uh, one thing to keep in mind is yeah, I would consider the Gemini, uh, the board of Gemini, smart money, and the Boss twins, smart money. I would consider them to know what they're talking about. They have a ton of experience in the crypto space, obviously. However, no one knows when the uh, bear market ends and the bull market starts if they did then um if anyone knew then they would be richer than they are right now <laughs> that's for sure um so don't take this as uh there's no hope for the future i guess 2022 2023 but uh, they're just doing their due doing their due diligence to protect their company uh and their assets moving into what is likely to be a fairly long, like year, year long, year plus long uh, bear market. And I think that is going to wrap up today's show. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to reach me, I'm on TikTok at uh, at Way of Crypto and Twitter at Way of Crypto Cast. Uh, you can also reach me on the Way of Crypto website. It's just www.thewayofcrypto.com. You can go there and email me. We have the RSS link and all that kind of stuff. If you run your own podcasting servers and you listen that way. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, please give us a follow and a uh, review on there. It goes a long way because we're a new podcast with a small audience. And if you're listening on iTunes, give us a subscribe and review on there as well. Um, like I said, all that stuff goes a very long way. Brand new podcast with a small audience. And, and we love reviews here at Way of Crypto. Um, thank you for listening, and I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day.